It's that time again, listeners. Crystal Clear, your host, the host of the show, More Morgulons, the only podcast produced by and for Morgies. And, and hosted, hosted by, by an international, international sex symbol. What's Morgie? It's a person who has Morgulons disease. What's Morgulons disease? Well, that's what we're here to find out. And we're going to find out a little bit more today because I have a new friend I want to introduce you to. Her name is a palindrome. She's a family nurse practitioner and business owner out of South Kakalaki, where I used to live. 10 minutes from where I used to live in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Strange synchronicities and coincidences abound, for this is Morgulons. No, just kidding. Um, but yeah, it's great to find these common threads over this issue that we have the common threads in our skin. Are we having pun yet? Yes, we are. I think you're going to love this episode. And it is the first of two. Yeah, I'm going to leave you on the edge of your seat. Stick around, stay tuned, and thanks for listening. Somebody who had this shit since 1996. Damn. Hang in there. God bless you. Let's all get in the time machine and travel to right now. To figure out how to deal with this. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I just walked outside, picked up a piece of broken pottery. Then I picked up five pebbles and arranged them in a face and laughed. And that is not even the weirdest thing I will do today. Uh, so wish me luck, because I'm about to call a listener who reached out to me via email. Um, and I don't know what she wants to go by, so I'm not going to tell you her name yet. But she lives somewhere where I used to live. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hey. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm stressing out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I woke up this morning, um, like, very weepy and, like, crying. And that's I've been happening for the past three days. So I completely understand. <laughs> I had, like, my first panic attack this morning. I was like, what is happening? But I didn't sleep either last night, so. Bless your heart. Bless I think it's just, heart. like, lack of sleep, and then, because um, this is, like, really new for me, so. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot to take in. I, I can't even, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine, because I've been there, but, like, it's, 
so okay first of all before we like go deep delve dive into things um like do you mind if can i put this on the show and if you want anything to be okay awesome 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 and if you want anything to be off the record just say off the record and then when i do the final edits i'll cut out anything you don't want to be in there and also like don't worry about like awkward stuff or pauses or ums or whatever i'll i'll edit that out and i'll do my fair share of it as well so so you cannot make any yeah 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 but okay so first i got it like so this just started happening yeah it started about outside like a month ago oh my god bless your heart what did it start with so yeah it started when i was um cleaning my kitchen and I was, like, trying to wipe the counter off, and I, I didn't see anything, but, like, it was, like, a rough substance, so I kind of, like, scrubbed it, mm-hmm. and I felt, like, particles kind of fly at me. I'm just, like, glass-like, and I was, like, that's super strange. Yeah. I still don't know what that's about because I haven't heard anybody else having that happen uh-huh. to them, but I always had these, like, crystallized things either on the counter, and now they're on, like, the walls. Um, so that's kind of how it started, and then there was this... um very strange looking i thought was like a bug or insect related it was like but it was translucent Uh um someone said it might have been a keratin plug i don't know but it's i'd have to show you the picture and then right beside it was like a lump of like what i would think would be like eggs from the insect or something Uh i don't know Uh but i've seen three different ones I'm sorry. On my kitchen counter behind, like, a, my sweet potato. You like, know, but that, it was so clear, it's hard for, it was hard for me to see that it was even there. That's so interesting, Hannah. And by the way, would you, what do you, is there a name you want to go by when I, you know, you know, introduce you or... Oh, Hannah's fine. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, which, by the way, I love your name because it's a palindrome. And I don't know of any other names that are the same backwards and forwards. <laughs> I just always think that's so yeah. cool. Um, but, yeah, no, so, okay, so, Hannah, like, I've actually, the whole thing about weird things being, like, uh, stuck on your kitchen counter, I actually, in the beginning of this, like, the first month or two, I also had that. I didn't have the particles flying at me, but I will Did show you. Did you What's that? Did you have the sap on, the, on like, your cabinets? Yeah, no. Like, I, I, first of all, yeah, the cabinets were strangely, like, splattered with, I mean, I don't yeah. cook at all, Hannah. Like, at all. Me at, either. at all. Me <laughs> and, Me um, and it was like, I started finding black, now, I thought I had scabies to start with, so I was finding Same. all these black specks everywhere, in my refrigerator, in my freezer. I mean, like, Oh, yeah, I, I, I just, just noticed it, last week, I'm like, why is, in why every single drawer. How yes. Do they get there? Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So now I won't even eat out the fridge. I door dash every day, all day now. It's yeah. Really well, cool. and I, I, <laughs> I initially went and stayed in hotels for like oh, almost I the entire like, summer, like changing rooms morning, every day. I went ahead and booked because I'm like I'm getting out of here. I just can't. Like I'm at my breaking point right now. I I now. am so sorry, and I am like I know exactly what you're going through, and it's crazy to me. You're the second nurse I've spoken to this week who, like myself, you know, got this, and it just seems like everyone else in our profession 
acts like this is just imaginary or something. It's it's their physical right. objects. You can record, observe, photograph. I mean, it's it's mind boggling. What do you think that's about? Yeah, I don't. I have no clue. Like I just stay up all night researching, trying to figure it out, and there's I, I come up with nothing every time. Mm-hmm. And um, but I'm disgusted at my profession as a nurse practitioner yeah. because. Uh, you know, I asked like 15,000, there's like 15,000 of us in like a group and yeah. we talk and we like bounce ideas off of each other. I was like, Hey, what do y'all think about, um, this disease? And just trying to get their feedback on that. And most of them are like, yeah, we just refer them to psych. And I, I was like, Oh, so why do you do that? And they're just like, cause it's delusional. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then only one nurse practitioner said, sent me an article i read it it was a really good article um and she said i don't refer anybody to psych until i have ruled everything out i said that's thank right. you for that yes thank that's you right. that's how it should that's be that's exactly and how I was it like, should i'm be. just so disgusted because that i'm even in like yes. getting categorized in Being the group that yes. is acting like that yes. and here i am suffering and i feel like i can't even talk about it or that's they're right. gonna think i'm crazy i, I deleted the post because i'm like okay they're going to think I'm crazy and I own a business and I can't have them. Right. Ugh. Right. Of course it's your professional reputation and, and it really is, it's baseless because again, they're these kinds of diagnoses like delusional parasitosis, they're made before any actual physical tests are done to rule out symptoms. You know, I have, right. I have visited numerous dermatologists, not nearly as many as many of the people who have this, you know, have been up to 30, 50 doctors, you know, but I've been to five and not a single one has even been willing to look at my skin. And, huh. and I just find that to be Well, I, re- I was going to absolutely refuse to go anywhere, yeah. but uh, one night I panicked again and I was like, oh, at like 3 a.m. Like I had to contact somebody though. And I was like specialist like who like specializes it anywhere in the whole country like i'll go wherever and yeah um it popped up in winston-salem so i guess it's like three hours away from me mm-hmm. um well and Stephen I- feldman he was on the movie skin deep i didn't even know that oh he's um and i got he's one of the biggest of a- purveyors of the delusional parasitosis theory of morgulons Huh. Yeah, he's um. If if you uh, if you look, I don't know if you've seen that film, but um, he is he is absolutely almost like a uh, advocate of that perspective. Well, what of it being delusional? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Okay, so there's two in that um in that group I could have gone with, and um. I could get in sooner with the other guy, so I'm going to go with him, but I don't have my hopes up. I'm just, I'll go just to kind of see. Yeah. Because if I'm going to go to any doctor, it's going to be at least somebody that knows what it is. Right. And... Well, I've never... You know, I'll get their opinion on it, and yeah. it is what it is. I've never actually... When I've seen dermatologists, I have never mentioned the the word Morgellons, 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 whatever. And, and I just know because of the stigma that it's going to be useless. But I was hoping right. that, at the very least, someone who has a 
you know, a doctoral degree in specializing in dermatology, that they would at least be able to look at the lesions and provide some sort of like insight, you know, some sort of expertise. And what I found was that every single one gave me a different misdiagnosis and prescribed treatments that did absolutely nothing. One of them made it worse, a steroid cream. I definitely would not recommend that if that's, you know, if that can be generalized, I don't know. And that's, that's my problem, Hannah, is that there is no, you know, there is no real serious research about this and certainly not any controlled clinical drug trials. So it's like, what is a provider going to do for me? I mean, you know, best case scenario, I do know there are some providers who are, you know, my friend in San Francisco, she came all the way out to Nashville um, and she was able to find some providers who were actually willing to look at this like with an open mind and, and start some research, clinical research on it. So if I, I'm hoping to actually speak with her soon. So if she provides me any information that, you know, seems legit, I'll be happy to pass it along. Yeah. So my plan is to um, run a bunch of labs. Like yes, I was really interested in, in all labs that I could do on myself before I go to my appointment. Brilliant. That way, because I don't know that they even would run anything. Right. Um, that way they would kind of have to look more oh, into it if something was that's possible. That's awesome that you have access to be able to do that because I think that could possibly shed some light on you know the what's going on the disease itself yeah i mean are so you, the have only you been re- pretty healthy up until now yeah i mean so the, how old like, are you if you don't business, mind me asking i'm 32 okay okay yeah so the business i earn is um so it's a medical spa but so we do aesthetics yeah yeah awesome. but i'm really big on the holistic end of things too so like i do iv drips you know for like the vitamins and mm-hmm. um i do like glutathione injections nad awesome. i'm just um and then i changed my diet actually kind of when everything started so mm-hmm. it's a little weird because now i'm eating really clean mm-hmm. like i'm gluten-free dairy-free like wow changed my diet so i'm like i don't really understand yeah. i'm trying to figure out why it started all of a sudden but yeah um but yeah i mean i've been actually super healthy i've, I've been checking my labs in every aspect and things have been beautiful okay i know i have um you know, like fibromyalgia or whatever, they want to give me that diagnosis. But otherwise, um, nothing crazy. But one thing I did hear on your, one of your podcasts, I think it was you, Mm -hmm. um, just saying how we all kind of get together and like kind of talk about, figure out what's like, what is the common denominator? Yes. Yes. Because until we do that, you can't, we we have Even no actual evidence not. to present to to prove that we're not delusional that there's a physical cause to these experiences and it's a very bizarre experience i mean just i don't know what all you've experienced so far but for me like the initial shock of of having embedded and extruding materials mm-hmm. that i mean these materials were like foil on one side blue on the other side i mean they uh-huh. look like man-made manufactured that's objects so that's shocking it's shocking yes okay so you've so you've gone down that rabbit hole too oh yes i mean i just did the whole put the vaseline on your extremities leave it and scrape it and look at it and i yes. was like oh my gosh yes um Yes, it's I not normal. I feel like normal. I'm still purging right now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But it's... so I freaked out last night. I'll tell you why. Because so I have a three year old, and so she'll say, 
a mosquito just bit me and I'm like we're inside baby there's no mosquito in here and like uh, it upsets me because I know it's happening to her too uh, not to the point and, like she's not stressing out about it of she's course, right. giggling and running but like I'm an adult and I'm like I know the severity and not it's just the strangest thing that could ever happen and I'm like she has no clue what's happening and I don't know what's gonna happen to her and so the anxiety like went through the roof and so I was just mm. kind of examining her skin when she was in my lap and I saw, you know, like a black, um, mm-hmm. flat freckle. You know how we get as we age. Yeah. And I at first, like, didn't think anything of it because we have it on our skin. And I was like, hold on. She's only three. Right. Like, wait, three-year-olds do not get those. Right. And I said, hold, let me look. I said, Layton, give me your arm. <laughs> and... I said, that's where you got, um, I don't I don't know if I should call it a bite, a sting, a stab, mm-hmm. whatever. But I say bite to her. I'm like, that's where you got bit last week. So mm-hmm. what's happening is wherever we got bit a week ago has, is now, has now turned into a black, yep. flat yep. freckle. Yep. So I was looking at where I got bit and I was like, yeah, now I had that same freckle. And yep. I was like, oh my gosh. And now I'm... I'm thinking my whole life, like all these age spots were like, what? Yeah. So I went to go pick it, pick mine. Like I wanted to like try to pop it and like open it up. Mm -hmm. And the weirdest thing happened, like it's like something jumped in my right hand and it Mm -hmm. stung me. Like it Mm -hmm. opened up like a sore on my right hand. Yep. Yep. And it's always near a vein and then I bruise. That's, that is so many evidence to support it, but it seems that insects could be a route of transmission, whether they're flying or ticks or whatever. But I mean, because so many people describe this as like, they thought it was an insect bite at first, or, you know, they thought it was scabies at first and they thought it was, you know, it it just, it seems, and I don't know if you've experienced this yet, but like, I was just outside on my porch and there's like, a giant wasp just dive bombing me like just totally oh they go everything jumps at me i don't even go outside it's like they fly into my eyes they fly at my face yes it's It's in my hair in my eyes yeah and i'll tell my boyfriend because he knows i won't go outside and i used to love going outside but i'm like a magnet to insects yes i I feel like i'm a magnet i'm not even kidding because i know i know i've um, heard so many people say that that, he pulled a ladybug out of my hair i was like ladybug that's so interesting just walked outside and it happened i was like the the ladybugs the ladybugs they infest my home no matter where i move to i've moved like four times in the past like three years and i everywhere i go there are goddamn ladybugs everywhere (laughs) it's so strange you know and then i you know i was thinking though like just from like a rational perspective what in the world could make insects dive bombing you the only thing i can imagine is that pheromones like we're secreting something about this infection or infestation or attack or weapon i don't know what the fuck it is but like something is making us secrete some kind of a pheromone that attracts insects it's bizarre i agree on that there's something to that what would it be i mean what like what could possibly in nature explain that and then if not in nature then what are we dealing with right because i have been like actually i won't say like in a full depression i'm i'm getting my mental health isn't, it's getting bad right now, but I was, it's been okay, like, this last month, like, I just haven't wanted to go out and go do anything, I've just wanted to be at the house and clean, and I've just, I've been cleaning like a maniac, and, um, just wearing myself out with that, my boyfriend's like, let's just go to the beach, like, just, let's go, you need to get out the house, I said, I'm not going, he's like, you're, we're going, I'm like, 
fine. I did go. I swear, when I walked to his car, I had I got one of those bites on my um, wrist, and it bruised immediately. And I was like, look at this. I showed him because I... Anytime something happens, I'm like, I have to show proof because otherwise right. I'm going to be crazy and because then, he's still saying I'm crazy. Well, and he it's, sees it. it's crazy to me, Hannah, because when you show people proof, they say that's the fucking biggest sign that you are crazy. What the hell is that? You know, they call it the matchbox sign. If you go to a dermatologist and you show them pictures of stuff, all they'll think is, oh, that's proof that it's their delusional parasitosis. Oh my god! It's just, and I was, it's, I, I contemplated if I was going to bring my my proof or not, but I'm thinking no. I mean, I I hope to God that you can find a provider who's open. And he you can, know. I mean, he can see my skin, and I will show the picture of the very first spot I had on my leg where I never touched my leg. Yeah, it, yeah. There, there's real. I never really have an itch. I have more of a crawling sensation mm-hmm. and then like a stabbing feeling. Yes, yes. And then it's like an irritation, maybe like a histamine response going on in my body for a little while. Like, And that's been super strange. Like my toes will get red. Mm-hmm. My throat gets a little sore. Like I know that I've like something has you know, jumped on me or, or is coming out of me. That's also what I don't know. Like, is something coming onto me or getting out of me? What do you think of the idea? Some people are suggesting that this has something to do with the COVID virus. I mean, Morgulans has been around for a lot longer than COVID. Right. So that's why, that's only, I would say it was. Right. But hearing people that have had it for like 20 some years, I'm like, right. oh, I, I know, know. I know. It's interesting though. It does seem, um, it does seem curious to me, though, when you look at the research about all the dermatological manifestations of COVID that have been unexpected. And, you know, I, I, I'm not saying that I think that they are related directly, but um, it, it's just there's something there's something there. I don't know. I don't know what it is. You know, I'm, I'm totally speculating. I, have, I do always kind of go back and think on that. And I just I don't know. I don't either. But I have noticed there's a lot of nurses. I know. I don't know if this. I don't know if this. But the nurses are speaking out because we're just, you know, yeah. Our knowledge being, with medical. Yes, I don't know. and being or advocates. if it's yeah. if there's a correlation with nurses. I don't. Well, at I don't one know either. At, at one point there was some research done by the original Morgulans Research Foundation that was founded by Mary Lado. You know, the lady who named Morgulans because her son got it, and um and. And it was, it had found in its study that the number one profession of people to get this were nurses, which that in of itself uh, is fascinating. Now, I don't know that that well, data or that finding has ever been replicated, you know, I would, I would like to see it replicated before I like, you know, really dive into it. But I think that it's interesting as a starting point because, I mean, that, that seems to me that that would lend itself to be a environmental exposure, you know? Yeah, because the only correlation I had just personally by listening to things was, well, you know, I've heard quite a few nurses talk yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, now the current uh, advocacy, the Charles E. Holman, you know, she, Cindy Casey is a nurse. Um, the author that I had on the show two episodes ago, she's a nurse, you're a nurse, I'm a nurse, um, and I've met other nurses too. And yeah, it's, and YouTube videos, I mean, uh-huh. they're nurses. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the lady on that movie, Skin Deep, she was a nurse from... Yep. Yeah, that's Cindy Casey. Um, that's, somewhere. Yeah, that's Cindy Casey. That's, um, 
I think okay. on the movie. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting, they actually, yeah. In that same study, they found that nursing was the number one profession and teachers were the second profession. And oh. yeah, I don't know how much of the podcast you've been able to listen to, but early, I mean, every season I have like a new, cause I, I started the podcast about two months after I got this. So I was right around the point where you are, you know? And so over the last three years, that was in June of 2020, I got this. I started the podcast in August. So the last three years has been just every season I have I have delved through every possible theory, every bit of research. Oh and, my God. And and it is like astounding just how many um you know, just how many, first of all, like blockades there are, it seems like to, you know, the gentleman that I met the other day, he was saying that he was banned from Facebook Messenger for posting about Morgellons. Uh, I've spoken to another person who said that they were, you know, like, uh, shadow banned on YouTube for talking about it. Um, I mean, you know, it's just, there's, it's weird. What's going on? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm right. <sighs> I don't know. It's, and then I call, so, and then my family, my mom, my brother, my mom, like, literally is on the phone crying last night. She's being dramatic. And, um, is this your little brother or big brother? Oh, he's my big brother. Okay. So, first, my mom, I talked to my mom, and I thought she believed me the whole conversation. Like, I'm telling her about Leighton, and I'm telling her about basically both of our skin conditions and, like, kind of what's happening, but, just kind of not asking for help for her, but from her, but just informing. I just, I feel like I needed to inform my family. Is that, and, is that your child? Um, were you saying you were talking to her about your child? Layton's my little girl, yeah. Oh, oh, Layton, that's a pretty name. Thanks. Yeah, because she's having, you know, those black freckles and she keeps getting bit by something. So I just don't want it to start affecting her. So I was just telling mom about that. Yeah. And then, um, She's like, you need, you need help. And I was like, yeah, just, you know, I don't think there's a doctor really that can help me though. And she's like, well, maybe, a, you know, a psychiatrist. And I said, oh my God, oh. I said, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Mm -hmm. And I hung up on her because we've already had it out one other time. Yeah. And we're really close. So I'm just really surprised that someone so close to me, even after I've showed pictures, uh -huh. She knows I'm a nurse practitioner. Right. Like I'm mm -hmm. not uneducated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I do aesthetics. I deal with skin. Like, I, right. I know there's something going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, so that's so interesting, Hannah, because the other, just yesterday, my mother was over here. And my mother, you know, she has been extremely supportive, but she also has struggled to understand my experience and what I'm going through. And, um, and that's really frustrating. Um, and she, she, because my face right now is really bad. Like I just got this new lesion and it's just, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And like, and she's like, she, she looks at me and she really cautiously, you know, says like, I was on next door and I saw this post about this dermatologist who, you know, finds like he works with rare or she works with rare conditions and all this stuff. And you know, and I just burst out crying because it was like, I saw her struggling to like, try to help me. But I just, right. I want to just tell her like, you, do you not understand that I have a disease which people not only don't 
understand. They don't even believe. There's no, even if I went to the best doctor in the world, there's no research to underpin any kind of exactly. evidence-based practice, you know? Right. Like, it I have to be my own research. doctor. Yeah, I have to be my own scientist. We all do. Because no one's going to... I'm going to call the CDC this morning. I'm not even lying. Oh, well, I, I, I have... Google. I was like, I'm about to call them. I'm so annoyed. I, I, I have to get you in touch with um, Brittany from Managing Morgel, and she has a, a YouTube channel, and she calls the CDC like every day, girl. She is so on. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm like, going to be that person. Yeah, I swear. yeah. I was so she, serious. Man. It's oh it's God. for real, man. And I I've written to them as well, and I've. Um, you know, I've written, I, I, I'm, I'm so, I just, I'm at a point where I do not think that anyone but us, we ourselves are going to be able to help us, you know, because no one else, oh, we, yeah. it's just, we're not, I, I haven't, I, I don't think that the, I feel because they've already done a study, the CDC just feels that it's a closed matter. And, and I don't think that they will be, I'm not saying to not pursue that and to try to hold them accountable at all. I'm not saying that, but I do think that we're not going to be, it'll be faster and, you know, more to the point if we can somehow organize ourselves and, and, you know, start yeah. really. And I, I'm working on that. With like some, connecting the dots, like the dots need to start getting connected. Like what it seemed like. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Doing like a, like a, a survey somehow. Well, have you been on, have you been on stuff? I'm very new to all this. So I yeah. probably haven't been on anything. Okay. Well, I recommend going on, um, there's a website called stuff that works.health. It's a crowdsourcing, mm -hmm. uh, research website. So, um, it's, there's a page for Morgellons, uh, Morgellons, and it's, it's growing actually. When I found it, it was like yeah. 1700 people. Now there's like 2200, 2300. And I've been trying to promote it on the show because I do think that having a platform for us to, you know, apply all the information we have. And then the company has, um, some algorithms and AI that it uses to try to find out what treatments work best. I, I personally don't think any of the treatments work for me, but I also think that it's still a valuable source of information. Like I personally have been doing a research project on trying to create a temporal geospatial map of Morgulon's outbreaks, you know, because what I found so far out of like 130 um, participants in this, like there's a really a preponderance of people who have gotten this since 2015, like 78% of people who, uh, you know, who were included of the 130 have gotten this since 2015 and 48% of them have gotten this since 2020. So if this is a delusional yeah, mass statistics were insane. Yeah. And if this is a mass delusion, that makes no sense because there's no media attention. On, I mean, most people have never even heard of this until they get the symptoms and start looking up their symptoms and somehow arrive at Morgulons, you know? Yeah, and my brother, so, okay, so he called me after I hung up on my mom, and he said, do you need a number to a psychiatrist? I said, oh, no, not you too. And so we had, we went at it. He said, well, Hannah, I Googled it, and it's, it's delusional. I said, Trey, I was like, you, he's very intelligent. He was like valedictorian in college. I said, you are too smart to not have really researched that. Like That's you, right. you literally just Googled it and saw the first sentence and ran with it. And now you're telling me I'm delusional. Right. And so then I said, go listen to um, this podcast. And I gave him your information. And I said, until you watch like the first three episodes, do not call me back. So he called me back after he listened and he said, you know, she's she's very sound she um what did he say 
basically saying you don't sound like someone who's delusional and neither does the guy that was on there and yeah. i was like i know i'm like I'm trying to explain all this to you and you're just not oh, understanding that makes me it. so happy that makes me so happy that's the whole... just, you know he was reading how you were talking and how you were making jokes and stuff and he's like yeah she's of sound mind and so was he and yeah. everybody's super down to earth and so then he dug more deeper into it. He's like, well, okay, now I'm going to go into the conspiracy part, and I'll call you back. I said, okay. Yeah. So it was like all night. It was back and forth. And I was like, okay, now I need you to go look and see what might help. And he's like, all right, I'll call you back. Yeah. And but, I'm just, isn't it, isn't it, why, I feel like what you're getting right now is almost like a condensed version of what I've been experiencing the last three years because all of these things that that I have like kind of stumbled upon and had to piece together, it's like it took so long because, and you're just alone with it. You're just blowing in the wind out there while everyone around you, the people you trust, your loved ones, your brother, your mother, you know, that they just don't understand. And so they just get you further. And, and I don't blame people or judge people for being having that initial response or, or I would have the same initial exactly. response. I'm not even going to lie. Exactly. I thought this was delusional parasitosis since 2015 when I learned what it was. When I got it I in never 2020. Heard of it. I had never heard of it. And that's the other thing that's so crazy. Most people haven't ever heard of it. And so that makes it even more ridiculous to state that it's some sort of mass delusion. I mean, it's like if you've never heard of something, how do you get influenced by it? You know what I mean? Like right. that, that doesn't even make any sense at all. Yeah. It's just, oh Do you God. think it's contagious? You know, I, I don't, and I don't know. I don't know, but, because I, I also got it, you know, at the same time as two other people so close to me, like so. I'm seeing that it's affecting my toddler, but it's not my boyfriend. Exactly, and right. when I thought there, we, I thought, when I thought we had a bug infestation, I could totally just shut her room off, and we're all sleeping in the same bed now for, like, the past couple weeks, and yeah. I'm like, did I, I give it to her? I, I don't. I first initially thought that my ex-boyfriend had given it to me, girl. And I was like, what the fucking, <laughs> you know, I was so <laughs> mad. Um, but I honestly, I don't think it is contagious. I do think that maybe it's, I, I think that there's got to be some kind of genetic component to it, you know, because how can people live in the same household for years, decades, and one of them have it and the other one not, you know, that just doesn't. And it yeah, seems I like. I think she, I think her genes probably are heavy, more heavy on me. Me. I mean, she look. I mean, she's my twin. Uh -huh. Um, there, and other things, but. I so, I don't know, there might be something to, you know, that. You, might uh, you know, I don't that. know. And that's another reason why we need research. It's like, how many of us have had a commercial DNA test on 23andMe or something? Like, we should pull our data me. together. And I have I two. Do, I, I've already studied my raw data, like, years ago. Me too. Me too. Back, I got mine back in 2015. So, like, I think, like, we should, you know, that's another thing I'd love to see happen is get all the people who've already done that and the people that want to do that, pull our data together. And, you know, let's get all of us that are, there's a lot of computer software programs that have this and I myself just got certified so let's write a program and research this let's crunch the data let's yeah. figure this thing out you know yeah I mean we have to because no one else will no one yeah exactly no one's doing it exactly and it's unfortunate to me that you know there have been just so many people you know, out there getting this that are just completely alone with it. And, you know, like Brandon was saying the other day, he d he went two years without even having a name for this, you know? That's just, I'm, that I'm is so sad. Blessed. I don't know how I got blessed to figure it out so soon, but it could be because I'm like, 
when you, something's happening and I freak out and I don't sleep and I, right. I get to the bottom of it kind of quick. Yeah. So, um, and you're a nurse, so but you I, know, but I couldn't, but I couldn't imagine going years and not knowing. I know. Or even having like an idea. I know. I know. Me neither. And it's just like, that's why I think it's just, I'm so grateful to you for, you know, being willing to talk about it and share your story because that's been the only thing I have found that has helped me through this is, is getting connected with other people. Cause I'm already kind of a loner. And then when I got this feeling the isolation from having a marginalizing, stigmatizing disease that nobody fucking believes, I, it just, I couldn't, I, I, I was melting down and I still melt yeah. down, <laughs> you know, I still do sometimes. Yeah. But it's like, this is the I mean, one thing that helps. Yeah, like the other night I couldn't sleep and I was listening to your podcast and like you, like you talk about it, you explain it, but you do it in like a calming manner. And so as I was sitting under my red light therapy, um, I swear I woke up at like two o'clock. I was like, what? I fell asleep like on the couch. I missed, I'm. I don't know where I finished in the episode, but she put me to sleep. It was insane. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, I don't know her, but thank you. <laughs> I was like, her voice, and she just like kind of calmed me down about it. Oh God, I'm so glad, Hannah. Well, this show may have sedative effects. <laughs> I swear. I told my brother about it. He started laughing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, I, I, you know, I have to tell you, I used to live in North Myrtle Beach. I really? I did. I did. When I was married back 150 years ago, I lived there for about three years. And um, I won't say I loved the area, <laughs> but I was also right. very, um, uh, let's see, biased because I was like married to my ex-husband. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but that's that. I, it's so funny because all the people I have met, I have some kind of strange coincidental connection with. It's just, are you from there? Yeah, I've always lived here. Yeah. Wow. I, I guess I'm like 10 minutes from North Myrtle. So. Oh my gosh. We've probably crossed paths at some point, Anna. And it, I'm like, is that a coincidence? I, right. I mean, it, it, this is the other thing. This sort of reality bending uh, mind fuck that this is. You know, trying to figure it out. I feel like we all get so caught up in the process of trying the diagnosis that we forget about the treatments it's like at some point you know you got to skip if you can't find answers immediately you got to do what you know works and that is not being isolated continuing to be living your best life continuing to be focused on gratitude continuing to be compassionate towards those who cannot be compassionate towards you and understand you know i mean it's it's i have to work on it i have to it, it's, i don't i'm not i'm not there right now i understand i understand and it i'm not there ever i i have to force myself and be like I refuse to fucking let this define me and take over my life, Hannah. That's that's the main thing because it it will it will it will take over your life. So when you were talking about the cleaning, the fucking laundry that I was doing for like the oh my first, gosh, I had oh my I god, the bed sheets and trash bags tied up very tight. Yes, right now. I'm living in Ziploc bags. bags. I had all my shit in Ziplocs. These motherfuckers are cutting the bags open. Yes, they do. My, I told yes, they my do. Mom, she's like, that would not happen. No, I'm like, they will. Mom, they're will. sharp as fuck. I'm like. I'm get, like when they get me, you can see cuts on me. Like they're tiny, yes. but it's not like I'm getting bit. There's like a no, it's small like a laceration. It's a cut. Yeah. Yes, my lesions right now that I have on my face—they're not like papules, macules. They're not, they are cuts. It's like they yeah. slice through your skin, and, and they like grains of my skin fall out. Yep. I mean, it's just—it's mm -hmm. insane. It's just so. Um, it, it's, so the first weird thing that happened 
before I knew what it was, um, I was outside. I hopped in Delton's truck, and I guess we were headed um, to Shilpo to go grab something to eat. And he had the window down. And there was a little breeze, but it wasn't strong. And um, I felt something real sharp on my cheek. I felt like glass flew at my cheek mm-hmm. because right before that it was the cleaning episode and you know i was scrubbing and some stuff flew at me which i still don't understand that but yeah um whatever this was in the car it flew it i felt like it flew up my cheek and it got stuck in my cheek and i said delton i had something just happened something just flew into my face i'm about to dig it out i was like but but when i open my fingers i need you to look at it with me uh-huh. because i was scared if i open it and it flew away like he would yeah. think i'm crazy uh-huh. so um i had to like kind of dig it out and it was like a big not a big but like mm-hmm. you know how these like grains kind of come out yes. but it, i would say it was a bigger one mm-hmm. and it was almost like glass like a mm-hmm. gold piece of glass uh-huh. Uh-huh. and he was like yeah that's strange and then on the way home because i'm like not i was not feeling okay about that I, i'm but sure I was like, whatever on the way home you know how we just like nonchalantly kind of run our fingers through our hair uh-huh. I, I was like what is that something cut my finger on my when I rubbed my hair mm. and I said, Dale, and look at my scalp. Is there some, I said, something just cut my finger. And he said, it looks like there's brown glass sticking out of your head. I was like, what? I was like, can, can you, pu-? I was scared for him to pull it out. I was scared he was going to push it in. Yeah. Girl, somehow he pulled it out. I saved it forever in a Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. I did finally throw it out, but I have so many pictures of it. But I'm like, did, are these, were these things, did they fly to me or were they coming out exactly. of my body? Exactly. Are, are the objects that we are finding that are slicing us, that are, you know, giving us the creepy crawly feelings that are causing the lesions, are they coming out of our body to the environment or are they coming from the environment into our body? That is the fucking, right. the most basic information about the pathophysiology yeah. of this disease. And I cannot goddamn answer that question. And it drives me well, insane. Well, you think it was coming at me. Yeah. But now, or maybe it's both. I don't. I think it could be I both. Honestly, know. Hannah, I, I don't know either, but I think it could be both. I, I should. Did you also... ever run into like a bunch of glitter all over your clothes? Oh, like, yes. Oh, yes. I Girl, am, I I am like, a glitter what? factory. It's like a fucking Christmas holiday over here. 24 damn seven. Yes. All the time. And I just fucking glitter. And I'm like, I don't know, y'all. I don't have any glitter now. I was like, I don't let my toddler have it. But I fucking shine. It is insane. Oh, I... And I'm, I'm like, am I, am I literally, like, excreting glitter? I Well, I have also gone through... I'm sure, like, you can find the episodes about glitter and about the microplastics. I've, I've, I've honestly delved into the idea that, you know, we know about microplastic pollution uh, beings. I probably should have listened to all of your episodes. No, 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 no. I mean, there's freaking 300 of them, Hannah. It probably takes like a month or something. I did not something. even know that. I, oh, I thought you had just started. Wow. No, no. I've been doing it since I got it because that was my way of dealing with it, oh, Hannah. Wow. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't sit with this yeah, alone. Yeah, I was going to start a diary, but I'm going to keep on listening because I didn't. There's, I didn't there's, there's a lot. And I, you know, and I, honestly, it's like, this has been my medicine, like being able to, to, to stand up and be like, okay, I'm not this delusional person. You have to meet me. You have to know me and hear me and know that I am not, like, I'm not fitting into that category. It's and not- you're stamping something in history because right at, at some point it has to be 
acknowledged and dealt yes. with. Yes, yes. And then people are going to go back and say, oh, she, you know, she wasn't crazy. Like, these well, people back then, no one believed them. <laughs> just like people who had HIV or, That's right. you know, any other virus. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, they're crazy or they just have some, you know, whatever. Exactly. But, and it's the, the hardest part, I think, Hannah, is like hanging on to your own like faith in yourself, not being able to be influenced by, you know, these doctors and people that are really ignorant on the subject, but will speak on it as though it's just a certain, you know, a certitude that like, this has all been a decided matter, but they haven't actually even looked at the evidence. But I think, but at the same time, being like certain of yourself, but also remaining some skepticism, you know, because like, the, to me, the, the definition of being delusional is you have fixed beliefs. So it's like, so I, I like maintaining that openness to like any new information, I think is so crucial, because it's like, we really yeah. don't know yet. Nobody can be certain exactly. about anything, you know, my brother was throwing out some he's he is a conspiracy theorist, and I usually get annoyed. Yeah. But I said, honestly, Trey, I was like, you could hit me with some conspiracies and none of them are going to be far-fetched at this point. That's so right. I started laughing. I know. I'm like, I just, because I don't know. The normal explanations happening. don't, yeah, well, I, I, yeah, so if you do go back and listen to the show, you will see that I started out, I mean, I was like an anti-conspiracy theorist person before all this happened. I and, was too. You know, just, yep. I, it just, I just thought that in and of itself was pathological almost in a way, you know, like this kind of need to like know more than other people, you know, it's like, I've got the real information, you know, just this need for self-importance yeah. or a feeling of, you know, inferiority, whatever, I, you know, all that. But now, right. <laughs> three years later, I mean, I'm, some of the things that I've been thinking recently almost scare me because they're so out there, they're so fringe, but I also know that they're the best explanations that align with my observations and the information I have, you know? So what are you thinking? Well, I mean, you know, honestly, I've been thinking a lot recently that I, I believe that artificial intelligence might have a role in this. I, I really feel like there's a possibility that what we're dealing with is a man-made substance. That's what I thought from the beginning. Yeah. yeah, And that it, it's a bioweapon or an experiment and or both. And, you know, just like the people who are subjected to MK ultra or any other CIA cointel, you know, any of those, you know, secretive research projects that were included non-consensual participants. I think it's still going on. (laughs) <laughs> and it's something, it's a new technology, you know, I, I just, I think that it's frightening to think that, but I also, I read headlines and I research things about what's happening in AI and I, I'm, I'm shocked by the pace at which this technology is being released and developed and it's, it's just astounding. I, I, I don't know what to think, you know, but I, I've, I've, I've run out of, it's not a fucking staph infection, you know, I mean, like maybe bacteria is right. involved, but we can see these things. Bacteria are microscopic. You know what I mean? Like these, yeah. these are macroscopic. You can see them with your eyeballs. Now, if they weren't, are you, you who, seeing things move? Oh, did you ever see things move? I, I've absolutely, I, I, and I can't tell if it's like I'm hypersensitized and hypervigilant because of all the weird things like in my bed sheets or some shit, you know what I mean? That it's like, that maybe I'm imagining it, but I also consistently, especially like for instance, when I look up at the sky, all of a sudden there's these black floaters just zigging in and out of my vision, like all over the place. And it's only then. So I, you know, it's like stuff like that. I'm like, heard, so yeah, I've heard some people talking about that. I need to start going outside more. 
more. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I especially if it's something you used to enjoy. I, I refuse to stop doing anything that I enjoyed because of this, you know? Yeah. I got to get to that point. You will. And so, how are people always, like, have been talking about targeted individuals? And I don't understand what that means. <sighs> So, you, yeah, that's an, that's a really interesting... The second season, season, the first episode, is when I l- learned of or had heard of for the first time, or heard that phrase, and I read this article in the New York Times about targeted individuals, and the reason why I stumbled upon it, because I was, of course, doing Morgellons research, and um, apparently the guy in the article who felt he was a targeted individual also then got Morgellons. So that opened a whole can of worms, no pun intended, that like completely, (sighs) (laughs) completely um, what I've learned is that it seems like there's a good deal of people saying that everyone who's targeted has Morgellons and many people who have Morgellons think that they're targeted, which is, I guess, you know, they feel that they are being, um, you know, hit with electromagnetic weapons that they're being subjected to mind control technologies that they're being harassed um but why are why are certain people being targeted i don't know and and that's probably the biggest you know the most powerful challenge to that you know narrative is that like why why you why would any what would be the point of this you know so i think that that's the what they're up against in i guess kind of like how the covid virus affected different mm-hmm. types of people and yeah. we couldn't figure that out for a while well i mean you know the uh after the visit from Anthony Blinken to Beijing they came out and accused the Pentagon of creating genetically targeted bioweapons which i'm like okay wait a minute so we just had the coronavirus pandemic that came from your country you had 5000 people die we had 1.1 million it seems like you might be projecting a little bit you know i mean it's it's pretty odd that um, they're making that accusation now in the context of what just happened over the past three years. But, um, yeah. but you know, I don't know. And, and I think like the, I, I honestly, because of what happened to me last year, um, when I was reported to the board of nursing twice with false allegations, I had to defend myself and did successfully. Well, I had a disgruntled ex-employee who reported me falsely for something she did. Um, speaking of, you know, projecting your own misdeeds onto your victims. But yeah, so she reported me falsely. I had to fight that and I won. And then my ex-employer who oversaw one of my colleagues slashing my tires at work um, also then reported me when I threatened to call OSHA on them. So I also defended that successfully and finally got that closed. But it's, I have been, I had a landlord who set up a camera outside of my window at my apartment last year um who cut my power lines i mean it's very very weird so i i concluded ultimately that i don't think i'm being targeted i just had really bad luck but i also don't know i i think maybe a part of myself just doesn't want to believe that someone would do that in a you know what i mean that that could even be possible to subject someone to that in such you know diverse domains of life you know but like i i I don't know what to make of it. And I certainly am in no position at this point in my life to deny or discount anything that anyone experiences without having some sort of basis for doing it, you know? Right. It's just, it's, it it is reality bending. Everything that I used to depend upon to be like, you know, this is common sense or this is, you know, those things do not apply anymore. And adjusting to that has been the real challenge of this condition, you know? 
man. So I'm at the start of it. Ugh. Well, and you know, I've also met people, Hannah, who some might like my ex, for instance, he doesn't experience, you know, symptoms anymore. I, I've, you know, I've seen a lot of people who somehow theirs has just regressed, but I, it seems like for a lot more of us, it just continues and sometimes gets a little bit less over time. You know, I don't know. I, I, I definitely Do you still see things in your house, like in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. That never goes away. Cause that's bothering me the most. Like I'm just so I'm sick of it. I know. Like, and I, 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 I had to decide pretty early on that I was no longer going to try to clean my environment or do anything like I, that. Because I told, I texted my boyfriend this morning. I said, I'm done cleaning. It can have the whole fucking house. It won't make any I'm difference, done. Hannah. I'll be honest with you. It doesn't make a goddamn bit of I difference. I know. I'll clean. I'll turn my head and they're right back. back and there's they're right there and I'm, I never see it get there I'm like how the fuck yep. did it get there it's, here it's, I go pull my microscope out because I'm like I, yep it's not a grain of salt I'm telling y'all I know sure enough it's not I, I feel I feel like that's that's another thing where I, I started refusing to do it because I just said you know I'm not letting these fuckers control my life because they will get you in almost like a mind control loop where you clean it reappears you examine them mm. you know you look at them under the microscope you try to gather your evidence it's it's youth it's a fucking mind control trip it just yep. like it's it's pointless no one that's not the way that we solve this it feels like it because any normal human being would react that way to that experience so it's totally right. understandable but it's like you got to be smarter than it and like understand that like that is not how you beat it you know so when you move like if i went to a new house mm-hmm. it's gonna go with me it did for me i don't know hannah i no, like i said i've moved four in- times all right so all right so this is really strange so all right i have a two-story house the only area in the house that had a problem was downstairs. I never had a problem upstairs. Mm-hmm. So when I went to sleep, I went to sleep good. I was fine. I would take a shower. Everything was good. This is super interesting, and that might be important. So I took a one of those detox baths people have been talking uh-huh, about. Uh-huh. Uh, I did it like three nights ago. Uh-huh. I did like apple cider vinegar. Wait. Is that what I use? Yeah, apple cider vinegar, uh-huh. um, bacon soda, might have been something else. I can't remember, honestly. And I just soaked for a while. And um, usually, otherwise, I'm doing, like, tea tree oil and other stuff in the shower. I did that kind of bath. And I might have done it two nights in a row. Mm-hmm. The other night might have been some borax. I can't remember, but um, and I remember there was some like white stuff floating to the top. But I'm like, that could be bacon soda. I don't know. Yeah. But um, what's interesting is so yesterday morning I was taking a shower, getting ready to go to work, and I and I have we have everything in my house is brand new. I have th- I have a dumpster in front of my house. I've thrown everything away. Oh, I've got so I've sure had I've filled up two twenty foot dumpsters. I've in, totally thrown everything in my house away like i have been so like ridiculous about it oh no it's it's normal that's what everyone does hannah that's what everyone does hannah really it's it's normal yeah it's normal believe me i've I've had people who've burned their damn shit i mean like in the house like it's no that's that's not that's on the the more normal side of normal i mean that's that's, i know my neighbors are probably like what the fuck like <laughs> well first of all if she's moving out she should only need one dumpster anyways and here she is on number two like what 
<laughs> Bless your heart. Oh. But so the inside. All right. So I got Brandon curtains because of that reason. So because I threw everything away. Yeah. And um, so the inside curtain, you know, it's clear, whatever, mm-hmm. plastic. I'm taking a shower. And I look, and because I, I see it everywhere, I see Morgellon everywhere yep. now. And I know because some I heard it when I first, like someone said it at the very beginning. I was like, "What are you talking about? You, you'll end up seeing it everywhere." Yep. Right, so I'm taking a, an orange glob on the um, uh-huh. curtain, and I said, "I know you're fucking lying." Yeah, I said, "All right, Hannah, don't trip because today's gonna be a good day. You're gonna go to work the whole day, and it's gonna be good." And I had a great day. Came home yesterday. Huh. No, immediately. It was like came with a vengeance downstairs. Mm-hmm. Horrible. I went upstairs to check the curtain like I said I would. Uh-huh. It had shrunk and then the white particles were all over the fucking wall upstairs in the bathroom. I So it, did my detox transfer it to the upstairs bathroom? You know did that that caused that. That's a great question. And and it's just I'm I'm my every I just wanna think that like I cannot be like surprised I am because like everything down to the orange blob was it bright orange um I mean, I've seen different shades. Of that. Yeah, I see. I I have had yeah, maybe a yellowish orange. Okay, see, because just that's that's the other thing. Just the colorful like objects everywhere. Oh, and, I've had hexagons. Yes, had, oh, yes. Oh, oh absolutely. The the hexagon, the glitter hexagons were one of the first yeah. things that that clued me into. Oh, fucking shit! This is morons. Like, <laughs> it can't be yeah. scabies. There's no glitter scabies. Okay, people. Like exactly. that's yeah. Um, and well, I also thought demodex too, because I'm like, yeah, because I'm like. What insects yeah. glitter have, look like glitter? And I'm like, oh shit, I got Demodex. Yes, Tom oh, was Tom was on that and... theory for a while. He was all over that Demodex thing when this first started. Yeah, I, girl, I even made a post about Demodex just to educate my patients. I'm like, hey, this is probably why your acne's bad. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> and like, isn't, it, isn't and it? Now I'm at. I didn't want to show my face because it's fucking horrible. Well, I think that actually, from your expertise, you know, you're well positioned to start you know, doing some research and maybe potentially if you find things that are helpful, providing, you know, help to people in that region. I mean, because people are desperate, you know, you know yourself, what better person but to they, care? But I can't have them find out until I figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Right. Of course. Know, that's, stigma, honestly. Yes. It's like, oh, it's, it's hard. <sighs> it's, it's a lot. It's a big stigma. I mean, you know, I work in psych and leadership. So it, for me, like my ability to, you know, kind of, I, I have to be careful because this is a career ender. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, yep. yeah, so it's, it's very, um, it's scary. It's just scary how vulnerable it is to be in the margin, to be marginalized. And I worked really fucking hard in my life to not live in the margin. And then to get this right. disease, it has been probably the biggest challenge of all for me. Yeah, because, like, I'm a little over a year into my business, and it is insane. Like, it exploded. It's, I don't know, I've, I've done really, really well. And I'm like, so. Congratulations, by the way. Like, 32-year-old business owner. Like, you were a badass, Hannah. But I feel like it's for nothing because I'm like. No. That's what I couldn't sleep about. I was like, I feel like my future's over now. I don't, I don't see how I could continue working. Like, one, looking like this, two, mentally, because I'm not stable right now. And what if things get, well, like, things are probably going to get worse. 
I mean, they may the very first spot on my leg when I so I ripped that scab off because I was like, I don't, even, I'm curious, mm-hmm. and it looked like there was a larva behind it. That's why mm-hmm. I thought there was some kind of bug or something. Yes, and yes. anyways, it looks very weird. So, um, and it's still trying to heal, but um. I think that I think that that also is is a completely normal natural reaction to this because it's 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 life shaking it's earth shattering it undermines the very ground that you're standing on because especially as a health professional because you consider yourself to be you know knowledgeable like you're you're <laughs> and I'm supposed to fix people and I can't fix myself and that's well so and frustrating. and that's the thing like we can help ourselves and we can help each other and i don't know if we can fix anything but what's most important to me is that like there is help you know like this is helping me like and thank you like seriously i'm 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 kind of getting emotional but like i'm it has been really hard lately yeah and like not being alone with it is just huge for me so thank you Hannah. yeah yeah no, thank you i mean honestly you've calmed me down more than anything and honestly and i'm sorry because i'm probably getting you hyped up about it because <laughs> no, just I just, I, like i said <laughs> I woke up and crying this like morning. So. All, the fe- all the feelings that you had. And- yeah, yeah. It's, it's, no, I mean, it's, it's, no, it's, it's, these are, these are like cathartic tears. They're soul cleansing tears, you know, because it's like, yeah. you know, we don't, I think we don't even realize sometimes how much tension we're holding inside of us all the time, you know, especially when you feel like you're being just attacked by these goddamn things and they're everywhere and you can't escape them. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's a really stressful feeling. And I felt the same way. Like I was, I was um, laid off because of the pandemic at the time that I got this luckily really. So I wasn't at work, you know, but I found myself teetering into this like crazy zone, like, like really like out there and, and just being like, wait a minute. No, no, no. Because honestly, the time that I was at work was the, usually the best part of the day when I first got this, like the the time that I was at work, totally distracted and focused on like helping other people. I felt so much better. And then as soon as I get my car, (laughs) I'm like, fucking A, it's starting to, you know, but that's actually a certain time of day that like, like at, between five and eight o'clock at you first you know at first I will say and it's weird like talking to you because you're you're you know what you're going through right now is just reminding me of like the beginning and it's just it's reinforcing my idea that like and many people have suggested this as well that this is something that happens in stages and like I, I do feel like in the beginning that that the evening and night hours were worse but I again I don't really know if that was you know like just my own, I'm a kind of a morning, part, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I feel like I always, my mood is usually higher in the morning and then it goes lower during, so I don't know, you know, but it did seem like there was more activity, you know what I mean? Like I've definitely noticed the correlation, like, even to the point where, because I, like, I'll clean the counter and if I see a speck, I'm like, what? So, yeah, but I can go almost like, like, about... You know, around lunchtime, I don't really see anything happening. Mm-hmm. And this time of day, no, I'm pretty cool. But I already know, like, the next hour, hour and a half, 